0: This is the InFocus Podcast from The Hindu. Hello and welcome to another edition of the InFocus Podcast. I am your host, Jee Sampath. The Jan Vishwa's Amendment of Provisions Bill was passed in Parliament earlier this month. The government says the law will help improve, quote-unquote, ease of doing business. It will amend 183 provisions in 42 different laws. These amendments aim to eliminate imprisonment or excessive fines for minor offences. While this sounds good, the bill has also drawn criticism for the amendments it makes to the Drugs and Cosmetics Act 1940. One of the amendments is to Section 27 d of the Act. This change will allow for compounding of an offence by a drug manufacturer, that is, to pay a fine instead of undergoing criminal proceedings. Critics say this would allow manufacturers of substandard drugs to get away lightly. They claim that this is dangerous as a drug that is not of standard quality or NSQ as it's called, could prove to be potentially lethal or lead to antibiotic resistance. Now, is this criticism valid or is this amendment a responsible or a reasonable move, let us say, that will aid ease of doing business in the pharma sector? We shall try and analyze the implications of this amendment in this episode of InFocus. And we have with us S. Srinivasan, who is with the All India Drug Action Network and low cost, a maker of inexpensive medicines. Srinivas, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: So, uh, Srinivas, to start with, the Jan Vishwas uh, Act makes two amendments uh, to the Drugs and Cosmetics Act 1940. So, one amendment is to Section 32B and the other is to Section 27D. So, can you explain for the benefit of our listeners what these amendments are? What are they actually? What do they mean?
1: Jan Vishwas bill modifies Section 27D. Section 27D deals with uh, imprisonments and fines if you make a drug which is not of standard quality nsq and uh, so the fine is if you make an nsq drug the fine is up to two years of imprisonment and rupees twenty thousand fine so and uh, the problem with this section 27d by the way I'll just go back a little bit section 27 of the drugs cosmetics act deals with uh, Uh, a variety of punishments uh, um, on making spurious or adulterated or a combination of this and NSQ drugs, drugs without valid license, etc. So this is all covered in section 27A, B, and C. And none of this has changed. And then in section 27 d as I said, it is NSQ drugs. You make NSQ drugs, you're subject to fine.
0: fine. No, you're subject to two years imprisonment and fine so so just to just to be clear uh, Srinivas, so this this amendment does not apply to uh, whatever laws are in place to deter or to prevent spurious drugs and adulterated drugs yeah it does not okay it only applies to non uh, uh, non drugs not of standard quality it does not apply uh, even to uh, if you make a drug uh, without valid license
1: it does not apply those other other provisions cover uh, this also does not apply, you see, the first provision, section 27A, in fact, where the punish- punishment is maximum up to life term, uh, there it covers, uh, if you make 27 INSQ uh, drugs and somebody takes it, consumes it, and that person then suffers grievous hurt or up to death, he gets death. then the manufacturer uh, can uh, be subject to heavy fine more than 10 lakhs, minimum 10 lakhs and up to lifetime. So it is not, so this doesn't, that provision is not changed. That is why I said section 27A, 27B, 27C is not changed. Only now in section 27D NSQ is that, you make NSQ drug as a manufacturer, but you, nobody has consumed it, but the drug inspector came uh, to your factory and he saw that this, your thing is possibly NSQ. Uh, And he gets it, checks it, and it does find it NSQ. Then your subject is this fine of uh, up to two years and 20,000 rupees. But the uh, uh, the kind of the unsaid elephant or whatever you want to call it in this room about this particular provision is that NSQ offenses, there are varieties of NSQ offenses uh, uh, ranging from the very serious to the not so serious minor offenses. And section 27D does not distinguish between these offenses, at least on paper. And if you read the text of section 27d, it does not distinguish. And it is a well-set rule of law that punishment should be proportionate to the grievousness of the seriousness of the offense. That apparently does not follow. So, what the Janvikas will try to do. With the help of 32B, Jan
0: Vishwas Bill.
1: Jan, sorry, Jan Vishwas Bill. Yeah, Uh, what it said is, it's a it's a complicated formulation, but basically it means this: that it has what it has done is, those NSQ offences belonging to section 27D, if it deserves a fine, that will be compounded. Okay, and in law, and all the rest uh, will all the rest apart from these fine, uh, those offences which deserve fine. They are serious offences, and they are subject to the same punishments as before, which is uh, up to two years and rupees twenty thousand.
0: So, just to clarify uh, one thing: so even these uh, drugs, which are not of standard quality, NSQ drugs, this Section 27D with this compounding uh, element to it, it it does not apply where somebody has consumed that non-substandard uh, drug. Right? It, it only applies where it has been manufactured, but nobody has complained of you know having fallen sick or died or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. And if you consume and you have a, have a problem with it, health wise, etc. Section 27 takes care of
0: Okay. Okay. So,
1: now, the uh, thing is what Section 32b says is that if uh, you give a punishment, this is a wording, which is a complicated wording, you give a punishment to a Section 26b NSQ offense, which is not imprisonment and which is not imprisonment and fine. Uh, then uh, it, it, it can be compounded. Now, there are only three categories of offenses in this whole thing, you either get an imprisonment or you get imprisonment and, and fine or just fine. So what is left is fine. So fine are compoundable, and fine is a kind of a com- comparatively moderate uh, punishment and moderate and not so severe punishment is only given to uh, those uh, uh, NSQ offenses or those offenses which are not considered serious or severe. So here we have, what, so what Section 27D says, now it has made NSP offense into two boxes. One is severe offenses, one is not so severe offenses. The severe offenses get this punishment as before, which is two years, in, up to two years imprisonment and rupees 20,000. And the not so severe offenses get fine, now, the fine can go up to 20,000, but it can be compounded. Means it can be reduced by after discussion between the offender and, and the regulator or the judge.
0: Right. So, uh, what about section 32B, uh, uh, that is the second uh, amendment uh, which is sort of uh, made to the Drugs and Cosmetics Act? No,
1: section 32B uh, is basically it is an omnibus act which deals with provisions in the whole act which can, whole Drugs and Cosmetics Act which can be compounded. Okay. So uh, that is what I am saying. This is a kind of a very funny way of um, framing a law. It, it talks about 27D, huh? and if parts of if, uh, parts of 27D have to be compounded, it goes to section 32B because it is there. It talks about other provisions which are also compoundable, and then now it includes section 27D in section <laughs> 32. <It may look, laughs> so Let's not get into it. So therefore, when I tell people, basically, Section 32 d helps now in compounding minor offences, which are which are treated with fines. Period. Okay. Okay. Now you have to ask a question. If your a question will come to you, which is how will the regulator know uh, which is a not so serious offence, NSK offence, and which is a serious offence? So that is given. So, in fact, I should also add all this offences business uh, was added in the Drugs and Cosmetics Act in 2008, 2008, by a big amendment. And about Sarkar 2008, uh, uh, the government also came out with a document, how to deal. It's called guidelines. Guidelines of how to deal for punishment with NSQ drugs, with uh, spurious drugs, with uh, adulterated drugs, and etc. etc. In that. The government has given uh, three categories of offenses. Category A is about spurious and treatment. we will not go into that, it's not relevant immediately. Category B is uh, highly, highly, highly serious offenses, that is, uh, I'll tell you the exact wording and category C is not so serious offenses. Anyway, category B is grossly substandard drugs. So, grossly substantive drugs are equivalent to NSQ drugs, which are are capable of severe offenses. And then category C is uh, minor defects. Minor defects are not so severe offenses, minor offenses. So, here it is listed and it is also given in the footnote to section 27D, which nobody reads or I'm sure lawyers read and people like me read because we are in the business. But that. The regular citizen does not read, and he is also probably doesn't have the time. So there, if you read, therefore, guidelines of two thousand eight and section twenty seventy and section thirty two B, you come to the conclusion that only mild offences are compoundable as per section twenty seventy.
0: Now, okay, okay, Srinivas, I get your point that uh, it's basically the minor offences which are uh, uh, going, which are going to be sort of having a different kind of. A process for uh, any kind of response to substandard drug. But having said that, I mean there is still one concern which uh, different people are raising, which is that uh, this uh, provision for compounding and which basically means you do not have to go on uh, criminal trial. Now, by lowering the bar for deterrence, so to speak, will it not open the floodgates for substandard drugs to flourish? You know? Everybody will know that, okay, at the most I'll have to pay a fine, I will not go to jail. So, does that, because India does have a problem of substandard drugs, we can't deny that. You're assuming now that uh, just because a person
1: goes to jail, uh, he, it deters him from doing something bad. And that is an assumption, which may be true uh, for some people, but it is not true for most people. Uh, not No, I shouldn't say, it's other way around. It's true for regular good, good citizens, but some deters, it does not deter. They'll continue to be habitual offenders. But I said, what are the minor offenses? Here is a list which is I'm giving to you. I'm just reading it to you. Uh, Broken or chip tablets. Uh, So if the inspector comes and finds a broken or chip tablet uh, or presence of a spot, uh, discoloration, uneven coating, cracking of emulsions, uh, clear liquid preparations showing sedimentation, uh, slight variation in net content. Uh, from what is should, should be. these really do not in the uh, affect the therapeutic efficacy uh, of of the drug. Uh, so it doesn't look good, and uh, uh, these are slight deviation from what should be a standard drug. But it does not affect. It does not. It does not kill you first of all. And if you uh, <clears throat> if you uh, have some problem, uh, but, but if you have a, a but. Sometimes, with even with in spite of this, a drug which is some of these serious, uh, some of these minor defects, it may cause uh, serious offence. Then it automatically shifts to an SQ drug with severe offences. So it, this doesn't apply. This compounding doesn't apply.
0: Right. So, so you, you gave you gave the examples of you know a broken or a chipped tablet, some sedimentation, uh, uh, you know uh, discoloration, and so on, which you are saying uh, most most cases will not have. Uh, and negative health impact, but uh, that is, uh, okay, that is fine. But how will this amendment uh, help as the government claims in terms of ease of doing business? Do you think it's going to help in uh, ease of business doing business? Partly
1: it is a spin government has put, according to me. But partly it is not. I mean, if I, especially I'm talking about in the context of the whole JV Act. I read all the 42, uh, these things, what they have done. You said 42 laws were affected and so but in this case, yes, because uh, if I'm a manufacturer, huh? to me, in the previous version of 42, is section 27D, the sword was always hanging over my head. Huh? If I do something, oh God, I'll go to jail. Huh? Uh, now, that, that is not there for 40, uh, serious offenses. I mean, non-serious offenses. For serious offenses, I would not normally, would not willfully make a serious offense. Huh? Uh, and nobody does it. It may happen in spite of the best efforts, even the most meticulous uh, manufacturer, most conscientious manufacturer. Sometime in, in once in 20 years or once in 30 years, or even, he would make something which is a serious offense. Uh, but in that case, for such cases, where there is, in fact, the guidelines say, as well as the proviso to section 27D says, uh, I can read the proviso to you. It says that considering the uh, manufacturer's record, uh, and uh, his, whether he's a habitual offender or not, what kind of drugs he's make, what is his reputation, etc., etc. Uh, the judge can use this provision to Section 27D and say that, okay, uh, you have made this uh, without uh, deliberately. We are not made it deliberately and there's no malafide as far as I could judge. Therefore, I'll give you punishment uh, uh, up to one year and, uh, and maybe even less. And give, make you give some minor fine. That is what it is. This happened to me, <laughs> I should say. In fact, uh, in because uh, it was a serious offense. And I, there's a long history. In fact, I'm going to send you a document about all that. Uh, it's really are talking about. Because one gentleman has raked it. But so uh, what what is the uh, offense? What is the punishment we got using the provision? The judge made us sit uh, till the rising of the court. The judgment came at 12 o'clock. Well, Noon, he said, You sit till we, I, I get you can go to the bathroom if you want, and also find us 10,000. because he said, Look, I can make out from all your things, from all your repetition. You're not a crew,
0: right? So, what you're saying is, as a drug manufacturer as well, I mean, you, you run low cost. So, when you found yourself uh targeted uh because of an offense under 2070, this proviso sort of uh, enabled the judge to sort of see you your case on merits and give you a punishment, which is like. You're going to stay in the courtroom till the court rises. That was the punishment the judge gave. Yes, right. That's that's an interesting uh, case, uh, Srini. uh, But we're running out of time. One last question uh, before we wind up. Now you've made a like a very reasonable case for seeing this as something which is fair in terms of you know ease of doing business as well as you know making sure that the interests of the consumer are protected where it matters. Now, in terms of public perception, uh, doesn't it still uh, give a bad look? Because this is the kind of time when India has been making global headlines for exporting substandard drugs, when uh, there was mass deaths of children in Gambia because of a substandard faulty uh, cough syrup that we exported. Now, does this kind of a legislative move not send a wrong signal out? See,
1: I don't know, but I'll, I'll say the answer is yes and no, because those who want to believe this sends a wrong signal, it's a, it does send a wrong signal. Uh, but uh, this uh, legislative, this piece of legislation is long in the making, trying to simplify our laws and trying to promote ease of business. In fact, you forgot, there's one more. Not only promote, it's supposed to promote ease of business, but ease of living for the regular citizen. Uh, anyway, uh, I personally do not know whether it can... Uh, correlate ease of business and uh, decriminalization, yes it does uh, to some extent. And even ease of business. If I, if before I had to uh, languish in the court for back and forth for three, four year, uh, months or, uh, or or sometimes three, four years uh, uh, and now it is done in uh, less than a week uh, It can be done even one day by compounding, it's certainly it's ease of business. It doesn't promote uh, according to me ease uh, for the ordinary citizen because there are several things they could have done uh in which uh, ease for the ordinary citizen is uh, done, which I'm not going into because we have got a short short of
0: time. you can take a little you can take two minutes Shashini, if you want to because my, my next question which I would have wanted to ask is about like what more could India have done or can do to ensure uh, drug quality is maintained and also that which I guess is what ease of uh, the citizen would amount to. we,
1: we have all the sufficient all all sufficient laws we have on paper. And if it is implemented sincerely and complied with sincerely and uh, when some mistake is made by the manufacturer, it is uh, the core systems work uh, fairly efficiently. And what can be uh, what judgment can be rendered in uh, one month should not take 10 years. Then I think uh, everything will be fine. And also uh, people should uh, manufacturers should have uh, should comply with good manufacturing practices. Uh, I think the possibility of uh, such uh, unfortunate incidents as you have heard in Gambia, etc., uh, occurring is pra- practically zero. I have not even gone gone into this thing. This is not the uh, forum. Why the Gambia happened? What exactly the fa- manufacturer did and did not do? That we have some separate discussion.
0: Right. Anyway, a, thank you so much, Chinese. So just to sum up what uh, you have been conveying to us, so the, the main question is, is 27D going to sort of open the floodgates for substandard drugs to flourish? Your answer is, you are saying it's not likely at all because the main offenses are still protected by the original provisions in the Drugs and Cosmetics Act. And 27D amendment only takes care of non-serious offenses where the substandard drug has not been consumed by the consumer, but only has been detected by an uh, inspector. Is that right?
1: Right and a bit about the floodgates. Once a once a, a medicine is declared uh, substandard, even mild mild, um, if it is a mild defect or a serious uh, problem. It is immediately you are told to withdraw the medicine from the uh, system, and uh, and we get constant we'll get constant notices from the uh, from the uh,
0: right. That's that that's good to know uh, for the citizen for the average consumer that it's not going to. Uh, go the other way and in terms of ease of doing business i mean it's a well taken point which you mentioned that if, if if a criminal proceeding is going to take five years ten years for a very minor offense then of course uh compounding is an option and the ease of doing business will benefit from that and as far as ease of the citizen or the consumer is concerned yes uh if there is a judgment which could be given in one month uh, and if it's not if going to take 10 years that's also a big plus and uh And thank you so much again, once again, for uh, joining us and for sharing your thoughts with us on this amendment, Srini. Thanks a lot. Thank you. In Focus
1: will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu.
0: We'll see you soon.